Well, this usually this is a speak to the choir, you know, here, but uh, maybe I'll give you something. This is probably what I need to do. I need to wait on God. And I don't care how, uh, how long you've been saved or where you are in your life, uh, you're going to have to wait on something. Amen. And uh, I remember growing up as a young boy, I, uh, I couldn't wait to uh, do some things. And one of them was the uh, first time I shaved. I heard that, uh, Brother Mike, I heard that if you, if you shaved, it'd come back fuller and everything like that. And so uh, I couldn't wait any longer, and so I decided to shave. I was about 13, 14 years old, and uh, I got my dad's uh, double-edged razor and started shaving. And uh, and when it was all over, it looked like I'd uh, been in a red-eyed fight with a in a barnyard with a rooster. I had toilet paper stuck all over my face. <laughs> I come out of the bathroom, my mom said, what in the world happened to you? I said, I shaved, mama. She said, you look like you cut yourself all to pieces. I said, I sure did, didn't I? But uh, we, I just want to talk about waiting, amen, on God. And, uh, I know sometimes uh, we get in a hurry on all things, all kinds of things. Right now, we're waiting on the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. We're waiting on our rewards. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope I have a few. Amen. Uh, sometimes I, uh, in the last few years, I, things I'm going through, I say, well, I don't know if I'm going to have any left. You know, <laughs> you know, I, I go up this high and I go down this low, and I keep telling the Lord. I said, Lord, I, I hope I have a few left when I stand before you. Uh, I got to thinking on the way here this morning. This probably don't have nothing to do with nothing. But I got thinking about meeting the Lord, and uh, I thought, you know, I went to that meeting the other night, to, uh, that midnight cry, and there's a lot of people I hadn't met, and we hugged, and, you know, and all that stuff, and I thought, on the way here this morning, I thought, Lord, I, wouldn't that really be good when we get to heaven, he just say, just put his arms around you and just say, I've been waiting for you. I haven't seen you, and I'm, I'm glad to see you. Amen. But uh, let's have a word of prayer. Father, we love you this morning. We ask you, God, Lord, to bless this Sunday school. And, Lord, uh, this is your time. It's important. And, Lord, I don't, know, I don't want to waste your time. And, uh, Father, help me do the best I can. And uh, bless these dear people. And like we prayed already for the young people and, and those coming back. Uh, Lord, I've been in them snowstorms in Michigan, and uh, they're not any fun. And, Father, I just pray now that you bless in Jesus' name. Amen. I don't know if there's anybody in here waiting on something, but uh, maybe this will help you on down the line. We're waiting on rejoicing in heaven and uh, just uh, having a good time. Amen. I don't know what all that's about. Uh, I just uh, I don't want to get ahead of God. I don't want to get behind God. I want to be right exactly where he wants me to be. And a lot of times we pray uh, for God to do things, and then when he doesn't do them right away, uh, we think that he is not listening. But he is listening. And uh, he wants you to do what he wants you to do. And uh, I know that's not very deep. But waiting on man 
is one thing, and waiting on God is another. And uh, we can kind of balance things out waiting on man, but when it comes to God, you don't need to get in a hurry for Him. Amen? And uh, let me just say, uh, there's just something uh, about waiting on God. You can be out of God's will, you can be in God's will, and also there is such a thing as what God calls His permissive will. He will allow you, allow us, to do certain things if we're bullheaded enough. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, God's merciful to us. Uh, sometimes we get everything planned out and then things change. Amen. And Job chapter 14, verse 14, uh, we'll start out, amen. Job 14, 14. If I can find it. It's a very familiar verse. And uh, we'll just cover a few on waiting on God. And uh, I've been doing this for a long time, and I still... Uh, reverence God so much that uh, I want to do the right thing. Uh, Job chapter 14 and verse 14, the Bible says, If a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. That's what we're waiting on this morning, amen. We're waiting on the trumpet, we're waiting on God to come, or He's waiting for us to take us home. We never know when that appointed time might be. And um, I was looking on the on that Facebook thing, and uh, there was a gentleman down in uh, in Alabama. He had a prayer request on there. That there was a lady. There's uh, she's got a brain tumor, and uh, she just got a few days, maybe not even a few days to live. And uh, we have that appointed time. Then there was a another lady that I was talking uh, heard about that uh, she's about to pass away in Kentucky, and and uh, you know we just have to just. Take a day at a time, just keep on going and wait on God and see what He has for us. Sometimes we we get upset. <laughs> I'm looking at me. This is for me this morning, amen. If you guys don't get nothing, I'll, I'll, hopefully I'll get something, amen, because the situation that I'm going through, uh, you know, I want God to get in a hurry. But uh, let's just, just say to wait means to stay at or rest in expectation. Expectation. I see people all the time come to think about it. They stand at a bus stop. <laughs> they waiting on the bus to come. They're going to climb on, head wherever they're going. That's what we're doing this morning. We're just waiting on the bus to come. Amen. <laughs> amen. And we'll climb on, take off. Amen. Where we're headed to. And uh, expectation. Uh, the act or state of expecting something or somebody. Amen. I remember when I was a little fellow there in Kentucky. I, I was probably about five or six years old. And uh, uh, we'd visit my grandparents, uh, you know, a week or so before. And uh, my uncle told me he was still at home. And uh, he said, uh, he said, uh, he called me June. He said, June, he said, uh, uh, I'll come next, uh, come certain weekend. He said, I'll come and, uh, and get you on my bicycle. And uh, we'll, take, we'll come back to Grandma's house. I said, that's, that's a good deal. And I remember this little fellow. They, 
The only way you could get in, the, in where I live, they had to come down a, a big long hill on the other side of the creek there. And uh, I kept looking over that. I kept looking at that that uh, that road over there on the, and waiting for my uncle to come. Amen. And all of a sudden, there he was coming down that hill on that bicycle. I knew he was coming for me. Amen. And there we went about seven or eight miles on a bicycle. He put me on the handlebars, and we just went on down the road. Went to Grandma's house. Say, what's that guy? I was waiting on somebody. Hey, I was waiting on a journey, amen? That's what we're doing this morning. We're just waiting on somebody, waiting on a journey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, a person, that person we're waiting on, that, that person is the Lord Jesus Christ. That event is the rapture. Now turn to Mark chapter 13. And uh, we'll get through some of these. Mark chapter 13, and you, these verses here, you know them very well. Uh, but uh, repetition don't hurt anybody. Uh, Mark chapter 13, verse 32. He's coming. But of that day and that hour knoweth no man, no, not the, the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son but the Father. Take ye heed, watch, and pray, for ye know not when the, the time is. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey. <laughs> Whoa. He's there. Amen. Say, why are you getting excited about that? I get excited on sometimes just words. Amen. I was reading my Bible the other day, and this don't have nothing to do with nothing. And uh, brother, brother Mike, I, and, and there was uh, four words. It says, and there they were. <laughs> oh, I got to thinking about heaven. I said, oh, there they were. <laughs> Amen. Just, Hallelujah. Say, you getting excited over three or four words? Yes, now this old book's got power in it, amen? amen. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey who left his house and gave an authority to his servants, to every man his work, and commanded the porter to watch. Watch ye therefore, for ye know not uh, when the master of the house cometh, at evening or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping and wait, and what I say unto you, I say unto you, watch. We start out, we're waiting to go to school. I remember that. I said, what's that going to be like? Well, I had to walk, I've had said this before, I had to walk through a cow pasture, cross a walk log, walk through town, amen, and uh, finally made it to school. Six years old. Amen. I was afraid of the horses and the cows in the pasture. Amen. I was walking through there one one day and I looked up and there's a big old horse's head right there, real close. And I said, oh, "Man, man, let me get out of here." I remember one time I was trying to get away from a bunch of cows. They was chasing us down because uh, I always been real nice. And me and my buddy, we was we was rolling old car tires at the herd. <laughs> and uh, we was in the pasture, amen. And then they said, "Well, there's old bull. He says he's gonna get me." Man, I run, I run toward that fence, and I, I hit the ground, and and there was so many weeds there I couldn't get under. <laughs> I jumped up and jumped over the fence, amen. I wasn't waiting on nothing. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> man, way to go to high school, and way to get out, amen. 
waiting to get married. We could go on and on, waiting to get a job. I thought about waiting to go on vacation. Dad gone the first day on vacation. You're waiting to say, oh, man, I, I'm waiting to go back. You know what I mean? It's, you're always waiting on something. Amen. Psalm 27, verse 14. Psalm 27, verse 14. It says, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Amen. Just have to wait. A lot of Christians, uh, they just can't, uh, they just can't wait. Uh, I, I preached a message one time. I had a couple there, rock bottom, and uh, they come to me all the time. They fuss and fight, and uh, old Greg, he was gonna, he uh, blocked his wife, uh, put something up against the door in the trailer, both front and the back. He wasn't gonna let her out, and he was gonna set the place on fire. <laughs> he said, I want to kill her. <laughs> I said, uh, I went over there, I said, Greg, what are you doing? He said, uh, he's just sitting out there on the, on the shed, and Brother Mike, and he's just, what are you doing, Greg? He said, oh, I ain't doing nothing. I said, I heard you're going to kill your wife. He says, ah, uh, he said, uh, I was thinking about it. <laughs> I said, well, you don't need to be thinking about that, Greg, amen. And uh, so anyway, uh, I just uh, trying to talk him out of that, but uh, we're waiting on marriage, waiting on marriage, waiting on things, you know, and uh, sometimes the Lord, uh, he'll take care of it real quick, and sometimes he won't, amen. It's that period of time and when we think he won't until the time he does it depends on how close we are to God, and I'm speaking to myself this morning, amen, and uh, if you're waiting on God for something this morning, and, uh, you know, just just chill out, take your time. I was on my way to California a uh, hundred years ago, no, <laughs> when I got out of the Army, and uh, there was a sign on the side of the highway that said, what's next? I didn't know if that's the name of the town or just, <laughs> just saying something, you know. What's next? Sometimes we just wonder what's next, what's coming next. And don't ever say, he, he, it can't get any worse, because it can. It can get worse. Amen. And uh, I've heard people say that. Uh, I said, oh, you, you need to think about what you're saying. The uh, Bible says he'll never leave us or forsake us. Let's turn to Isaiah chapter 40. And uh, in one hand, and Psalm chapter 40 in the other, I used to wonder why preachers do that. Psalm chapter 40. Turn there. And uh, Isaiah chapter 40. If I'm finding myself here. Isaiah chapter 40. It's something here. That, uh, you do know that uh, the number 40 in the Bible is the number of testing. All right, Isaiah, I say Psalm chapter 40, uh, very clear. He said, uh, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. Patiently. That means don't get in a hurry. 
He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of a miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And he hath put a new song in my heart, even praising to our God. Many shall see it, and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, to them that have no might. He increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, they shall mount up with wings of eagles. They shall run, not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. When you're waiting on the Lord, just need to take it easy. Amen. I'm speaking to myself, too. Amen. I found out that uh, when a pastor yields his pulpit to someone else, it's not their job to shear the sheep amen it's their job to increase encourage and try to uh, just uh, have a better christian life amen and leave the leave the shearing uh, and the soothing and the, and the patching up to the pastor amen i'm not trying to uh, blow your whistle here brother brother yet but but i've seen a lot of uh, a lot of times uh, missionaries they'll come into a church and they'll rip the face off of people and they say, and they'll leave there saying, oh, well, bless God, I sure told them how it was. Yeah, but you ain't never coming back and you're not getting support. <laughs> say, how you know that? I've been, I've, been, uh, I've been a missionary about 30-something years. And uh, I've, I've seen a few things, done a few things, amen. And uh, one of the hardest things to do is, is just standing up in front of another man's congregation. Amen. So just wait up on it. It says you'll mount up. Amen. Let's look at Psalms chapter 62. Psalm 62. David has a, a lot of worse, uh, verses on weight. Psalm 62, verses 1 and 2 and verse 5. Psalm 62, verse 1 and 2 and verse 5. Truly my soul waiteth upon God... From him cometh my salvation. Uh, that's that's not that's Old Testament like rescues, not not the New Testament salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. Now I looked at that there and I circled that world greatly because sometimes uh, we will be moved, but David saying not greatly, I'll be moved. Uh, it's okay to to get discouraged and and uh, get upset sometimes and and every once in a while I, I don't try, I don't get mad at God uh, I, I I wonder why he even uh, he even puts up with me and so greatly moved in verse five it says my soul wait thou only upon God for my expectations from, is from Him that's who I'm depending on this morning Amen. I'm waiting on Him. And uh, one of these days, everything will be 
okay, everything will be taken care of, and uh, the things I'm worried about down here won't mean a thing, amen? And uh, Paul said uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a place there in the New Testament, uh, all, he, all the things he went through, the shipwreck, the night and the day in the deep, all the, the scourging and the beating and, and everything, and, and, and what we're going through he would call light affliction. Uh, we're not really going through hardly anything that Paul went through and the disciples and the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we're just going through things. And uh, some of them are hard, some of them are easy. But the best thing is just keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. Trust Him and just hang on to Him. Amen. And just keep on going. Amen. I remember when I uh, trying to teach my, uh, my uh, girls how to swim. And, uh, and uh, you know how the kids are. They say, don't let don't 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 let go. Don't let go. I'd let go. No. <laughs> you know what I mean. We don't need to let go of God. Amen. And uh, sometimes we just we feel like we're falling, and we we feel like we 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 uh, the uh, a road less traveled. Sometimes I might say. I, uh, you might be going through a, or down a road that's less traveled. Uh, but you're the only one going down that road. Somebody else is going through another road. And sometimes that road's going to seem like a low road. And there ain't no way out. And you'll never get to the end. But God, uh, God's going to be right there with you. And he's going to help you and you and you and you. He's going to help everybody. But what the thing of it is, we have to keep it in our heart that he knows best. And whatever he has for our life, whatever he wants us to go through, that's just the way it's going to be. Amen. And I know you, I know and you know, we wish sometimes it could change just like that. But we have to wait on God. Just trust him. I'm not, like I'm saying, I'm speaking to the choir today. Uh, I don't know about you. Uh, Let's see, uh, uh, you don't need to kick down the door. Don't need to kick down the door. What do you say it? Well, in 1 Corinthians 16, we won't turn there. Paul talks about a great door and effectual open to him. God will open the door if you'll let him. Amen. I like a sign a guy put in his car one time, on his car, and uh, it read like this. Get in, buckle up, shut up, hang on, and leave the driving to me. That's what we need to do with God. Just get in, buckle up, shut up, just hang on and go on with God. Amen? Amen. He's, he's got it all figured out anyway. And uh, what we try to do is figure it out ourselves. Uh, let me just say, if you're waiting on God, you need to be careful this ain't this ain't very deep. You need to be careful where you get your counseling from. Yeah. Bible says a multitude of counsel. There's there's wisdom. I understand that, uh, but uh, the brethren could lead you the wrong wrong way. Amen. Amen. Uh, they could give you bad advice, even how to raise your children, how to run your church, how to serve God, how to do this, how to do that. Buy a car, whatever. You need to be real careful who you get your advice from. 
and uh, wait on God. And, and, and I don't know about you, but uh, I, I just, I just want to be where God wants me to be. And for some reason, uh, God chose this Sunday morning to just speak on this. And uh, I, I can't figure out, God, I've been, I've been doing all this stuff for over 30 years. And I'll be honest with you, uh, this whole week after Brother Mike uh, asked me to do Sunday school, I've been really concerned and really, really burdened that uh, I do the right thing. And I don't take it lightly. I don't take it lightly at all. Uh, Lewis and Clark Expedition, you've heard of them, 1804-1806. They waited in St. Louis until uh, the spring of 1804. And uh, they set out, and they went as far as what they call Bismarck, uh, North Dakota, that first year. And uh, they waited that second year, that second winter, uh, and they, they set out again. And somewhere along the way, they met a Frenchman that bought an Indian lady. She was uh, Cheyenne. And, uh, and so what happened was, if they hadn't waited that first winter, and they hadn't waited the second winter, they would have probably not ran into that Frenchman that his wife was that Indian lady. And uh, they went all the way to the Pacific with them. And uh, along that way, she ran into her own fleshly brother. When, and, uh, and he was going to kill them guys. And she talked them out of it. And the, her brother said... Uh, you can come back to the tribe. You don't have to keep on going with these white men. And she decided to stay with them. She went all the way there, all the way back. If they hadn't waited on God, there's a chance that they would have never made it that day. Somebody would have. And so the providence of God, waiting on God, and getting this thing down where you're going to trust God, is so important in our Christian life that no matter how many years you've been saved or how many years you haven't been saved, trusting God, waiting on God, and doing what God wants you to do is so important, and you'll never get away from that. I've been saved 43 years, and I'm still waiting on God. Amen. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Uh, You've you got to carry, carry your own load, amen, go on down through there, amen. All right, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not going to bore you with a whole lot, but you remember Caleb in the Old Testament? Uh, he was one of the spies. He came back and he had a good story, and uh, they told him there. Uh, Jacob told him he said uh, he said uh, when we get into the land, he said uh, I'll give I'll give you I'll give you something, and uh, so. Uh, Let's turn to uh, Numbers chapter 13. Numbers chapter 13. How long did Caleb wait? Well, we'll see. Numbers chapter 13. Appreciate you listening this morning. Hope you're getting something out of this. 
Numbers chapter 13, uh, verse 1 and 2. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men, uh, that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers shall ye send a man, every one a ruler among them. And in verse 6, and uh, it's, uh, the Bible says, of the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jeb, Je, uh, Jay, whoever that guy is there, amen. Can't hardly pronounce his name. And then you turn to uh, look at verse 27. And they told him and said, We came into, unto the land whither thou sendest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be... Uh, be strong that dwelt in the land, and the cities are walled and very great, and moreover we saw the children of Anak. And it goes on down through there, and uh, but it says in verse 30, And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome. And uh, I just want to uh, go to Numbers chapter 14, uh, verse 24 through 20. I can't read the whole thing here because uh, because of time. But Numbers chapter 24, and uh, I guess we'll pick up verse 24. Uh, Numbers 24. I got something wrote down here wrong. I'm in Numbers 24. I told you I've been doing this a long time. I get mixed up as a termite and a yo-yo. Number 1424, amen. Where are we at here? Come on. Uh, but my servant Cable, because he hath another spirit with him and hath followed me fully, him will I bring into the land whereunto he went, and his seed shall possess it. Now we'll go on uh, just a little bit farther. Uh, Joshua, Joshua chapter 14. What I'm trying to show you. Uh, through this little story here is uh, Caleb waited. Uh, Joshua chapter 14, verse 6. Uh, then the children of Judah came into, uh, come into, unto Joshua and Gilgal and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, or whatever, and uh, the Kiznezite uh, said unto him, Thou knowest the thing that the Lord said unto Moses, the man of God, concerning me and thee and Kadesh Barnea. And uh, for the sake of time, I, I, I can't read the whole thing there. Uh, verse 12, let's read that. Now therefore give me this mountain, where, whereof the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest uh, it in that day, how the Anakims uh, were there, and that the cities were great, and the fenced, and of uh, be with the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. And Joshua blessed him and gave unto Caleb the the son of uh, Jep, yeah that guy there, Hebron for an inheritance. Amen. <laughs> Say what you said. Forty three years. Caleb waited forty three years, and you know what? He got what God promised him. God promises us that he'll take care of us no matter what. Amen. Amen. 
uh, when I uh, quit my job in 1989 and, and, uh, and left for the ministry, uh, I had no way of knowing that God would take care of me all these years. But I've never wanted for anything. Amen. Uh, I don't have a, a beer belly. i got a dead chicken belly. Fried chicken belly. Amen. Old preacher said a bell is a fence around a chicken graveyard. Amen. That's what it is. <laughs> he, he, he hadn't missed a lick. Amen. And uh, I, I'll just, I just thank the Lord for, for everything he done. The uh, Bible says in Psalm 62, verse 5, it's about time here, uh, David said, My soul wait thou upon, only upon God, for my expectation is from him. I'm waiting on him. Are you ahead of God this morning or are you behind him? Are you just resting in where you're at? Amen. Just just take it easy right where you're at. Amen. And, and one of these days, uh, you might look back. I don't know if you will or not. And you say, my goodness, I didn't know it was going to turn out this way. <laughs> Boy, I'm telling you what. Uh, God answers all prayers. You've heard it said. Yes, no, wait, got something better. I like that something better. Amen. Amen. Waiting on God will save you a lot of trouble. See what he's talking about. Well, uh, I'm not going to go into, uh, uh, I don't really have time, uh, but the story of Dinah, Jacob's daughter, said she went out to see the daughters of the land. When she went out to see the daughters of the land, somebody saw her. And he took her, and he raped her. And uh, through all that event, uh, there was a lot of people died because because uh, uh, her brothers took care of the situation. Amen. Uh, what I've noticed, uh, you know, raising three children, and and you have children. Uh, young people get in a hurry. They can't wait to leave home, see the world. You know, and uh, when they get out there and they see the world, they figure out that gulf isn't like I thought it'd be. Amen. And, and so they come back to mom and dad and say, uh, I don't have enough for the rent. I don't have enough for the electric bill. Uh, uh, my car broke down. You think you can help me uh, get my car fixed, blah, 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 and goes on through there. And they don't realize that life has its consequences. And life has its troubles. And they want to get out there as quick as they can. And, and uh, I wasn't in no hurry to leave home, but, uh, but I did. I went to the service. Uh, my birthday was on uh, uh, July the 6th, and uh, July the 10th, I was, I was sworn in. Uh, I remember there in uh, Fort Thomas, Kentucky, uh, they was getting ready to swear us in. And <laughs> kind of funny, really. <laughs> If anybody wants to uh, uh, leave and, uh, and uh, before we get sweared in, he said, because after you swear in, you, you're not going anywhere. Amen. You're going where I tell you you're going. Man, there's about five guys hit the door. Amen. <laughs> they didn't want no part of that. They didn't want no part of that. Sometimes I wondered when I was there, what in the world I got myself into. 
got to Fort Knox and about 3, 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning, this old snaggletooth uh, PFC <laughs> screaming and hollering and said, go here, go here. If you got any knives, give me your knives, you know. And, uh, what size you wear? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. <clears throat> Throwing them at you. Am I telling the truth? <laughs> Waiting on God. Let me give you one more. And we'll close. First Thessalonians chapter 1. And we'll close. Appreciate you this morning. Amen. Uh, I don't know who this is for. I know it's for me. But uh, maybe it'll help somebody this morning. First Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 8 through 10. For from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith to Godward is spread abroad, so that we need not to speak anything. For they themselves show of us what manner of entering in we had unto you, and how ye turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God, and to wait. <laughs> and to wait for the Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, I, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, we love you. Lord, help me to wait on you. Help me to trust you. Help me to just realize, Lord, that uh, my time is not your time. Your way is not my way. And 